You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the Seven Transformations.com. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast where I share my life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. What's up, guys? Thank you for joining me again. My name is Tudor Alexander, and I want to welcome you to the show, the Seven Transformations podcast. Today, I am doing part two of my four-part series on a sense of urgency. So today we're going to talk about vision. So just to review, you know, I, I talked about in part one, which is about two weeks ago, about impermanence. You know, sense of urgency is, is, a, is a sense that you need to get something done. It is the, the rush, you know, the fire under your butt to put yourself into action. It is very important for maintaining high goals and creating results. And how we create that sense of urgency is, is in a lot of different ways. So I've outlined four. Uh, and the first one was, you know, two weeks ago, which was the sense of impermanence. You know, when you really come to terms with the passing of time and when you realize that literally every moment when it's gone, it's gone forever. And you see the value of that present moment. You see the impermanence of life and how through that idea, you too are impermanent. You aren't going to be here forever. It calls into question everything calls in your question the value of the time that you're spending right now of the actions that you have the the people you're with the thoughts you allow into your head those kinds of things so impermanence is to me you know there's that sense of death gives us meaning you know that's a classic you know motivator in the sense that death is what brings value to life if we lived forever maybe there wouldn't be a sense of urgency and a sense of progression you know, so death does give us meaning, and death is not in a morbid way, but really just the sense of transition, the sense of transitioning between, you know, life and whatever comes after that. But that was the first part to a sense of urgency. The, the second, which I want to cover today, is vision. You know, in episode 40, if you've been following the podcast for a while, I talked about my VGA power, the vision, goals, and actions. So you want to check that episode out. It's pretty cool. I think I even put up a, a little chart in the show notes. So, you know, a little review about that. You know, vision is, you know, we, we live in a very big time scale as human beings in the sense that we are in the present moment, but we also have a very complicated memory in the sense that we can remember detailed pasts and as a result create really complicated and drawn out futures. So we don't exist just in the present moment. But we exist in the past, you know, with our memories. We exist in the future with our goals and also occasionally in the present moment. So your goal is to navigate these landscapes in your mind with power and and be able to use them productively because obviously, you know, they, they can be used unproductively. Your memories can be very fond and warm, but they can also be very traumatic and also change the actions that you have in the present, thereby creating a future. You know, so the difference between getting off of work at 5 p.m. and what you feel versus being Sunday at 10 p.m. right before going to work the next day, those two are very different states of being and they're caused by the future. 
So your future determines your present moment. And because everything is related, your past creates your future. It also creates your present. These types of time frames are something that we are constantly working through. So your your sense of vision, you know, is that it it is it is this future that you're living into. And vision is a very nice word. It's very idealistic. It's very, you know, it paints this this very grandiose idea of a future. And it, it is supposed to be that way in a sense that if if you have something inspiring that you're looking forward to, you have a sense of urgency. You know, sense of urgency is like it's not something that you need to worry about creating. It is a secondary effect of something else. You know, so for example, if you're very aware of impermanence and you realize that everything is dying and you're dying, then automatically you're going to be spurred into action. If you have an inspiring thing that you're looking forward to that you can't wait to like dig your hands into, you will automatically have a sense of urgency. So that is really the point here. So your your vision is very important in cultivating that, you know, because if if you find that you are not taking action, if you find that your sense of urgency is not really there, or that somebody that you're working with is not really there. So as a leader, you have to understand these things. You have to understand sense of urgency, because if the people around you don't have that, it can mean one of several things, may or, you know, a combination. So I don't believe that laziness exists. I don't think that that's the case. I think that people are either not motivated enough in the sense that they don't see a future that's exciting for what they're up to, or maybe they do, but there's some sort of obstacle in the way that presents, you know, fear or, you know, some kind of negative effect that is greater than their motivation. So, Ultimately, it does come down to one of those aspects is a motivating future, something inspiring that gives you a sense of purpose, something that gives you a sense of aliveness that is exciting. And that's really important to move you forward. And the other part is, you know, also looking at that second part, which is the obstacle that could be in the way that is stopping you from action, which from the outside may be perceived as laziness or procrastination or whatever else and that to me i call that a flea jar you know i I use the word flea jar in my book because they used to train fleas in the circus by putting them in the jar and covering the lid and as the flea would jump and jump and jump and hit its head supposedly at some point it would just jump lower so that to me was just a fascinating idea because if a flea you know, this tiny little bug can somehow learn. It can learn, you know what, let me just jump lower. If it can learn to do that, then who are we to, you know, basically think that we're above that idea? So ultimately, your limiting beliefs about the situation are going to really come at odds with the vision that you've created. How many times do we create an inspiring dream about something? Uh, uh, Whether that is, you know, it's a relationship, a a person, a project, going to school, whatever else. You create something that's very creative, that's inspiring, and then, you know, a day or two later, and it starts fizzling out. It starts fizzling out either because you're tired or, you know, there's some, you know, you, you start having to spend money or who knows, whatever other circumstance and that generates a meaning 
I'm tired. Oh, well, you know, I don't want to do this. Or maybe, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll save some energy because I'm tired right now. Or, you know, I don't have money to do this. Or it probably won't work. Or somebody told me that it's not going to work. Whatever. You know, there are many things that come into play that we let them change our meaning behind that vision. And that vision starts to get smaller and smaller and smaller. And it's this tiny little light behind a giant, you know, cloud of fog of all kinds of circumstances and things like, you know, reasons and, and fears and things like that. So ultimately, you have to be aware, be aware of that. It always comes down to awareness. And realize, too, that there are many stages to your vision. You know, I talk about in that VGA Power episode, there's four stages. There's the impossible stage, where your vision is impossible, right, in the sense that you see it as impossible. There's the possible stage when you've opened yourself up to it. Then you've taken it and written it down. That's like a planned stage. And then the final level is that you're acting on it. You're creating goals and actions. And, you know, we'll get to that in the next part, part three, which is about goals, uh, goal setting. And you're acting on it, you know. So there's different stages that it goes through. And at each stage, it's important to know that there's an increased level of accountability you know if if you are you have a dream and in your mind it's impossible well to make it from impossible to possible part of that is a sense of openness of willingness and letting go of your cynicism of your skepticism about it you know we tend to we have a negative bias in our mind this is something where your mind is much more hardwired to look at the problems and how things won't work than to look at the solutions. So that is one thing that is natural with our brains that you have to fight and realize that it is an inherent part of the creative process. Anytime you make something, you're going to come up with, for every one reason why it works, you're going to come up with three why it won't. And so will the people around you. So think about the impact of that on any you know, uh, anything's chance to success. That's why most businesses fail so quickly. And any ideas, there's millions of ideas and how many do actually make it to market or to some level of success. So ultimately it is a constant, constant awareness and, and navigating past those reasons that say, you know what, this is not going to work and keeping that light behind the clouds in your vision. And that takes openness and willingness, which is internal. And it also takes a little bit of courage, too. It takes courage in the sense of being willing to, to take an action, to risk yourself a little bit. If you never really want to risk yourself, then you cannot create the experience necessary to help you realize that it could be possible. And I think there's a quote by Muhammad uh, Ali that he said, if one person's done it, then I know it's possible or something like that. Don't quote me on it. I don't think it's necessarily that, but I... I I do remember that's a quote. I just don't remember who exactly it was. But the point is, is that mental attitude is what really is responsible for vision. Vision is a mental construct. It is something that happens in the world of information in your mind. So be open to playing. You know, dreams, the dream stage is totally your canvas. You can dream as big as you want. And in part three, when we talk about goals and, and, uh, part four, you know, about the actions as well, that's where we start to create more realistic intersections between our dreams 
and reality and how to deal with that. So allow yourself to dream. Anything is possible. It truly is. Uh, whether it's probable or not, that's a different story, but at least allow yourself to dream. You have all day to be reasonable, and you know if you shoot for the stars, at least you will hit a tree. Don't shoot for the tree because you'll hit the ground. So hopefully this has been a useful little tidbit on sense of urgency. You know, sense of urgency is super important in your life in everything that you get done. And, and not in everything in the sense, obviously, like if you're going to park to relax, don't have a sense of urgency about it. Let go of that. But anything that you want to create in your life, you know, with the people around you, if you don't have a sense of urgency, time is running out. And eventually the opportunities, you know, it's about, all about timing. If you don't seize the, the timings around you and the opportunities around you, it's, gets increasingly more difficult to succeed. And everybody has their own timing and their own path. It's not to say that, you know, if you don't do it now, necessarily you won't be successful. But the point is that by acting now, you maybe your path is 20 years from now. I don't know, maybe it's tomorrow. But you won't find out until you act, you know. And, you know, there's plenty of examples of people who became really successful very late in life. But they also took some action that opened up that path, you know, and, and that first action is daring to dream. It doesn't, you don't have to spend any money to dream. You don't have to do anything. You can just sit there and open your mind. You have to dare to dream. That is the first and most important part of creating that sense of urgency in your actions is really, why am I going to do what I'm going to do? Why should I be urgent? You know, create an inspiring vision about where it is you want to go, and then watch that inspiration trickle down into your daily actions and give you a purpose for waking up in the morning. Everybody who I've ever learned about or talked to, the only reason why you wake up early in the morning is because you have a reason to. That is the only reason. There is some purpose that will override the natural negative bias in your mind to stay in bed and to sleep more. And it's true. I have never woken up early just because it's really pleasurable. I mean, yeah, once I'm up, it is cool. I love being up right before the sun or doing some stretches right when the sun is coming up. That's beautiful. It's it's amazing. But that's already when I'm up. That The first 20 minutes where your body's just screaming like, what are you doing? Go back to bed. That negative bias that's just rearing its head and in, in, in keeping you comfortable. To override that, especially if you're tired, you're sore from working out, whatever it is, you need a strong purpose. You need that higher brain to override the primitive brain. And that's where vision comes in play. That's what's helping you get that sense of urgency and get up in the morning. And so you kind of evaluate what is you doing and why, and, and is that why inspiring to you? Is it worth waking up in the morning? Is it worth what you're doing? And if it's not, then figure out why, you know, figure out what can you paint. The, the canvas is open. Go for it. Paint to your heart's content. And if there's something in the way, then look at that too. That's stopping you from action. So there's plenty of episodes I've got on obstacles and I plan on making a few more. But look at, look at the obstacle on the way and see what is it that's stopping you from accessing the gold, the dream that you did come up with. So 
Hopefully these are useful tidbits. I'm hoping to create a few more of these as we go, these little uh, series of, of a couple of things all in one uh, part, you know, like a part one, part two, part three, that kind of thing. So hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tune in on Friday where I do some interviews on transformation and creating a life you love. And as usual, thank you so much for your support and for helping this show grow and uh, giving me a sense of urgency to create these episodes and having somebody to share them with. So thank you so much for being part of my vision. So have a great rest of your week and we'll see you on Friday. You're listening to the 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For more episodes like these, subscribe or stay connected at the 7transformationscom